<clears throat> Shalom, everybody. We're continuing with where we left off and Rav Nosen's beautiful discourse on Lesson 24 of Likuti Moran. This is in section Orach Chaim, the laws of thanksgiving, Berkot, the blessings of giving thanks, Berkat Oda'a, discourse number 6. We're now in paragraph 4, where Rav Nosen is going to begin in this somewhat lengthy paragraph, this uh, section 4, into details of the actual thanksgiving sacrifice that was offered in the time of the temple. Rav Nosen wants to show us how in every detail of the Korban is hinted this whole idea mentioned in Lesson 24 of how Hashem's Malchut, the holiness, is elevated from the lowest of levels, reaching the highest possible level called the Keter. And he's going to go into each detail eventually. At this point, Rav Nosen is going to re-summarize points of the lesson with the intent of going into each and every one of them as they relate to the Thanksgiving sacrifice. All this Rav Nosen is doing in order to show how the concept, the attitude, the devotion, the ability to give thanks to Hashem is one of the greatest expressions of joy. And also it's an ability, it's a, it's a feat, it's an advice how to also come to joy. And more than that, when you reach joy, joy in the first place, it also leads to giving thanks. So thanksgiving, giving thanks to Hashem is so intertwined with being happy. When a person is happy, he can give thanks to Hashem. And when a person is not happy, he can activate happiness by giving thanks to Hashem. And he begins to remember and see there's so much to give thanks to Hashem about and to be happy about because of that. So it works in every angle, every avenue, every direction you want to take. Giving thanks to Hashem, which is reflected in the initial expression of giving thanks and the sacrifice itself offered in the time of the temple, mentioned in the Torah as the initial feat of giving thanks, where we see that in this sacrifice, in this korban, how it's so intertwined with joy. So Rav Nosen begins, paragraph number four. We went in the last paragraph, number three, Rav Nosen says, why ten loaves? There's four types of bread brought some are matzah, some are chametz, that are brought with this toda thanksgiving sacrifice. Rav Nosen went into the number 10, 10 connoting the 10 types of joy, reflected in the 10 types of melodies sung in the Beit HaMikdash, played and heard in the Holy Temple by the Levites at the time of offering sacrifices. Okay, Now Rav Nosen is going to go into why 4 We're into 10 of each. Now how come 4? So he, Rav Nosen says, we can also now give a hint into the specific specifics and details of the four types of bread <coughs> that were brought with the Thanksgiving sacrifice. The animal, which was the Thanksgiving sacrifice. Shehem, these four groups of bread, keneged bechinat tikunim shenasin alidei simchat mitzvah. They correspond to the rectifications activated and made and done through being joyous when involved in mitzvah performance. That this is the whole idea of the thanksgiving sacrifice mentioned earlier, like we said in paragraph number three. So now Rav Nosen gives the summary of the lesson that he wants to work on, and we will eventually develop it in relationship to the sacrifice, the Korban Todah. Because if you look in that lesson, lesson 24, it's explained in that lesson. 
שעל ידי שמחת המצווה עולה מלכות מבין הקליפות, that through the joy in doing מצוות, מלכות, השם זה מלכות, which is also in the Kabbalah, the lowest sphere of sovereignty of kingship, that, that through doing mitzvahs of joy, a person is able to elevate Hashem's kingship from amongst the klipot, the evil forces, the evil husks. And then, when, and also, when a person does any mitzvah, whatever it is, that mitzvah, when a person does a mitzvah, especially with joy, has within it the strength, to go and start arousing all the worlds, all the supernal worlds, to the service of Hashem, blessed be He, etc. That's in, Rabbi Nachman says that in the lesson. And at that stage of the mitzvah waking up and arousing all the worlds to serve Hashem, in the Kabbalah he says, This is the first stage of elevating Hashem's kingship, Malchut, which is the lowest sphere also. This stage of the mitzvah being taken from the evil forces and awakening up all the worlds to serve Hashem, this is the idea of Malchut and clothing. In other words, it goes up a level and becomes a garment to the upper three sfirot above Malchut, right above Malchut, which are Netzach, Hod, Yesod, and in the anthropomorphical arrangement and array of the ten sfirot, Netzach, Hod, Yesod correspond to the right leg, Hod, left leg, and Yesod, the reproductive organ, which are like the whole bottom part of the body. That's the anthropomorphic parallel to these sfirot. Okay? So Malchut, which corresponds to the feet, the kingship, which is all the way down below in the earth by the evil forces, is elevated. Its status is elevated that it reaches the level to enclose the levels above it, which are Netzachod Yesod, the legs, the leg area, which are the, these three, Netzachod Yesod, are the, the tools, utensils needed for walking. That, in other words, the walking meaning, the mitzvah now, when done b'simcha, is on, it's on a roll. It's on a roll. It's going and going and going. That's the idea of walking that's needed here. And that's the first stage. Second stage, And through the walking of the mitzvah to wake up all the worlds to serve Hashem, there is drawn blessings. This, this Rabbi Nachman says all this in Lesson 24. There's drawn lessons... Uh, sorry, uh, uh, blessings into all the worlds. And that corresponds to the Kabbalah. First stage, Malchut went up to enclose the spirit right above it. Now, which is the leg area, these three spirit corresponding to the leg area, they now are able to enclose that which is above them, the arm area, the torso area, which is Chesed Gvoratiferet. The area of Chesed, so Netzach Hod Yesod, they begin to the leg area and clothe and go up to the arms area, which is Chesed Gvoratiferet, so to speak, in the anthropomorphic array and setup of the Svirot. The idea is that energy on lower levels of Svirot are now able to go upwards, up a level. Shehem Ayadaim, and what is Chesed Gvoratiferet? Tiferet? Chesed is the right arm. Gvua connotes the left arm. Tiferet is the torso, the middle of the body. So now with Chesed, Gvua, and Tiferet, and uh, so Netzachot Yesod, and clothing these three, it's like the legs went up, the power of legs in Sfirot, 
analogy and science, if you want to call, are able to go up to the power of arms, which is where the, all the blessings are to be found by the arms, the hands. Okay? So just to explain again. They're able to unclothe the, the right arm, left arm, torso, which is chesed gvortiferet, which are the arms, that from there come all the blessings, etc. And what is the main blessing that is drawn down, that is nishpa, which is influence, in other words, given over, like pouring out from the hands, is intellect. In other words, the main blessing you should look to get is not necessarily just parnasa and health and children and a big house and everything, but should be to receive the intellect to understand Hashem, which includes automatically this within it. The Gashmi, the physicality is included within it. This stage of drawing down the blessing, the blessings of intellect into your well-being into your existence as opposed to just asking for physical abundance and blessings to the bracha found in the hands now so this is the stage of if you're asking for sechel intellect as your blessing so when this happens this is like the three arms the, the, the level of arms and torso the right arm left arm and the torso chesed gvurat are now enclosing what's above them what's above them the intellect the mind the spirit which relate to the mind and thinking which are chokhmah Bina and Dat, etc. Chokhmah is the initial wisdom, the knowledge, sorry, and Bina is understanding, and the wisdom to use together the knowledge and understanding that's called Dat. So when you succeed in going up, up, up by doing the mitzvah and joy, you now reach the level of intellectual arousal and enlightenment, bringing it down. Sorry, bringing the hands, which are the source of blessing, to reach out to the level of the brain. In other words, that the blessing should be a blessing of intellect. That's the idea of chesed gvurati ferret, and clothing what's above them, which is called chokhmah, bina, and dat. Once a person taps into elevating to the level of chokhmah, bina, and dat, but going up, lifting up the spirit, each one above the level, so that you're now attached and awakened and connected to Chochmah Bin Adat, so now we're doing in the realm of the intellect, of the mind, so the blessing now that has resulted in this, is that the mind is settled. The mind is called, there, there is a power in the faculty of the mind, called the Misader Meyashiv, the ability of the mind to make order, and to be settled. It's like you have a bunch of information coming into you, now you have to organize it. You have all this information, boom, 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 blah, 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 blah. Everything's mixed and jumbled. The mind now has to compartmentalize and put into categories all the pieces of wisdom so it's useful, so you can use them. So that's called in the terminology of the Kabbalah that the mind is organizing and also being settled. This is the blessing resulted if a person reaches out to the hand to reach the level of the intellect. Shebechenet Keter, and this power, it's called the crown. The highest sphera, it's a crown in the sense that it contains, it contains the control to mitzamtem, uh, to, to constrict on a positive light and a vein, the intellect's power of being able to, in other words, the, the ability to misader, to, to structure and organize and settle the mind, is the keter's doing, the crown. That's what the keter does, it contains the mind that it should be overloaded and blow up. 
and just explode spiritually with, with too much wisdom and knowledge and not knowing how to, how to uh, process it and to use it properly, to filter it in properly. So this is called the blessing of the Keter, which is the highest sphera, which happens tapping into the Keter when a person does this process of elevating the spherot from the realm of impurity all the way up to the Keter by doing the mitzvot with joy. Okay? So, this is a quick, quick summary of the entire lesson 24, at least in the vein that Rav Nosen wants to develop. And we'll continue, God willing, in the next paragraph, how Rav Nosen is going to connect all this to the Korban Toda, the Thanksgiving offering.